Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Passion and Purpose podcast. We're about to jump into two episodes that were recorded for Antioch Indies Young Adults podcast. The content was so good, we had to share it with you here. We hope these conversations between Jimmy Cyber and Andrew Zanako help you to live the life that God has called us to. Again, thank you for joining us for today's episode. Let's jump in. Welcome back to another episode of the Indie Young Professional Podcast. We are here with Jimmy Seibert, round two. If you uh, didn't listen to last week's episode, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to it. Jimmy is the uh, founder and leader of the Antioch Network of Churches, about 45 churches here in the U.S., uh, 40 countries, uh, close to 100 teams around the world. Just amazing and has been mentoring, leading, investing in young adults for the last 30, 35 years. And we're just having a great time hearing mm. some wisdom from you. So thank you great. so much. Um, we spent a lot of time on the last episode talking about personal foundations, right. um, a little bit of your context, but just really it was kind of uh, simultaneously ground level heart stuff and right. top level worldview stuff. Yeah, it's amazing how those things kind of are yep. the same. They all thing. work together. Yeah. yeah. So, want to uh, maybe start heading into a little bit more professional sure. type of conversations. You know, okay. how does some of this stuff start working out in the navigating mm-hmm. of professional life? Professional changes, life changes, mm-hmm. relational changes yep. through these through these years of the twenties and that sort of thing. Right. One thing that you, the big thing that you hit on at the very beginning of the last episode was, uh, you know, personal ownership. Right. And we talked a lot about that personally and for what that what that means on a personal level. Last right. episode. How does how does that start? How do you grow in that and work that out on a professional level when sure. you know, like, there's not everything in the world is in your control. Right. Yeah, absolutely. How, how do you work that out? You're in an environment you don't like. You're under a boss you don't like. You sure. don't know if you're in a field that you want to be in or if, yeah. you know, all, all of those types all of things. things. How does personal ownership start working in when my teammate at work is letting the team down and I don't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so so let, let's just backtrack and say that this side of heaven, the world's imperfect. Right. If you're trying to get to the perfect job with the perfect boss with the perfect uh, season of life, mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a wrong pursuit, right? especially as a young adult. It's the imperfect leaders, the imperfect job, the imperfect situation that develops your character so that for the long haul, you can be substantive mm-hmm. and not just momentary, That's great. right? That's not so just good. trying to make a buck or get a quick hit. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to live a life mm. uh, that matters and has substance to it. But let me, let me back up to go forward. We trained our kids in this way, this little scripture that says, he who is faithful and little is ruler over much. Now, whether school comes easy or not, you're going to do all your homework. Mm-hmm. And if you do all your homework, at least in today's America, you'll make A's just because you did the work. Sad, <laughs> but true. Uh, but at least you'll make a B. So, uh, so the deal was, uh, unless there was a disability that needed to be worked through, which again, even disabilities, God uses those powerfully in people's lives. But the bottom line was, uh, you do all your work, what's asked of you, and there will be honor on the other side. Mm-hmm. Even if that teacher likes you or doesn't like you, it's unfair or fair, whatever mm-hmm. the deal is. If you did everything, that, then you know you honored God, you know you did what you uh, had to do, and then you can trust that whatever the outcome is, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. The other thing, and this is huge, is we said you're not going to school to be somebody, you're going to school to learn how to serve somebody. Mm. 
And we did the same thing with part-time jobs. You are mowing that grass or breaking those leaves or working at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. You're going to serve somebody, not to be somebody or to use somebody. Now, these are huge huge. deals, right? So there's your game changer right there. If if faithfulness is my deal, then nobody can stop me from being faithful. They can be a jerk. They can make my life hard. But the scripture says, if I'm faithful in a little, I will be rule over much because God can't stay away from blessing a faithful man or woman. So all I got to know is, am I doing the best I know to do uh, before God and in the integrity of my own heart? The, the other deal, that huge one about identity, listen, the only person that can tell you're okay is God himself because mm-hmm. he's the person that created you. Yeah. You gotta come to a place of peace that God likes me, he's for me and not against me, and and I'm okay, regardless of what happens today. Yeah. Right. That's why community is so important, because if I have a God that I trust and a community that loves me, then my job doesn't define me. Mm. All right? Yeah, now, so good. All right. So. With that as kind of a centerpiece, then I'm going to serve somebody, not to use somebody, uh, or not to be somebody. Yeah. Then wow, now I'm a right. powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. At school, at work, right. on the sports field, because I'm going to serve people. I already am somebody when I walk into the room. So good. Right. Not arrogance, but right. just a confidence, confidence that I have value. Right. I'm not getting value out of this person yeah. or out of this deal. And again, all these are like three day seminars, right? Yeah. But but but, yeah. but let me just let me just simplify it. Um, if you are uh, going to work at Starbucks tomorrow, and your goal is to serve everybody you meet, to work as hard as you can, and honor the people that you work with, you will rise to the top immediately. There's not a boss in the world that doesn't want somebody like that. Mm-hmm. If you are going into your first job, let's say you're working at KPMG in Indianapolis, or you're working at a real estate firm, if you go in with, hey, I am going to do my work, everything I'm asked today, I'm going to honor my boss, and I'm not going to talk trash about whoever's wicked or evil, I'm not going to do the gossip train, you'll feel a little on the out to yeah. begin with, but you'll be trusted in the long haul. Yes. It's just the way that it goes, right? So you got to predetermine when you walk into your day of work what it's going to be like, and then honestly... Uh, again, wherever you're coming from, these principles always exalt people. Servanthood, faithfulness, integrity, honor, blessing instead of cursing. You can do the way everybody else does it, but you're only going to frustrate yourself. So even if you were just 100% selfish and listening to this podcast yes. for your own advancement, yes. do it God's way by being faithful, servant, <laughs> and blessing, yeah. honoring, and you will be honored. You, yeah. you can't not. And if the job doesn't work out, and if you were done wrong like nobody's ever been done wrong, and if you were passed by like nobody's ever been passed by, and so on, and if you're underpaid like nobody's ever been underpaid, uh, you follow those principles and somebody will pick you up and eventually yes. start giving you those blessings, if right. you will, that are attached to it. Yeah. That's a few little thoughts. No, that's so good. There's, there yeah. are a lot of things there. I think just something that you're hitting on that um, maybe this sounds stupid to say, but like doing doing your best slash being the best or whatever like those sort of things is not necessarily synonymous with leveraging people exactly it's like they're not one in the same and i think good-hearted people can get scared about being motivated or ambitious right because it feels like well if i'm gonna if i need to do the best then that means i need to like beat everybody else at somebody else's expense yeah at somebody else's expense they use the way to say it and it's like no 
celebrate everybody else, do your thing, and you actually do both, and that's the most attractive thing in the world. Yeah. And that's what every environment is looking for, whether it's somebody you're leading, a boss, a right. somebody who's a peer in whatever work environment, like everybody wants to be encouraged and not bit in the back and yeah. like it's just winning favor with people and sure. all these sort of things. But, and I think all of that is rooted in something that I think that I've learned so much from you over the years and you've mentioned it several times already, but just this long haul perspective, mm-hmm. I think that in, I know for me, even, even now, you know, it's just like in our twenties, like giving something time mm-hmm. is such a terrifying concept Yes, because for some reason it feels like you're already out of time. Yes, At 24, yes. it's like I'm it's already the FOMO behind. thing, or if I don't get mine now. Yeah, yeah, or, right. yeah, or like you look around, it seems like everybody else has it all figured out but you, mm-hmm. and you're the one person who's freaking out on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, sure. well, just, well, here, here let, let, me, let me let me make a comment. Is that here's what I know about everybody in the world, right? Everybody's insecure at some level, no matter what they're giving me on the outside. Yeah, because they're human. We're all humans, yeah. right? And many times the people that externally you think are the what you want to be are the most insecure. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just masking it with their gifts or their energy or their ambition or whatever. But let me, let me just take another angle. I remember uh, uh, I used to play the guitar a lot more and all that and wrote a few little songs. I remember the first song I wrote as a believer, as a teenage kid, is that it, basically the song went, I'm tired of using everybody. I now want to just walk with you. Yeah. And because I grew up in a family where it was crazy household. We talked about that last time, but it was survival of the fittest, man. You maneuver, you push, you shove. I can outwork you. I can mm-hmm. outcompete you. I'll, you know, uh, whatever it is, I'm going to shove my way in and yeah. be somebody because I have such a need to be somebody. Yeah. And if I use you, I use you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and there, there's just this deal, man, when you decide to quit using people mm-hmm. and start celebrating people and then doing diligent unto God, use your gifts, work hard. And sometimes that, that people do get really tweaked, and that, mm-hmm. but you can't control what other people respond to. But you got to decide you're not going to use people to get to the top. You're going to have to love people to get to the top. Mm-hmm. It's a longer play. But in the end, it's not only more satisfying, it, it allows you to have peace. And, and in the end, when you're using people, you kind of end up living a lie hoping you never get found out. And, and, <laughs> and you, don't, you don't want to get found out. Yeah. Everybody wow. does get found out. Yeah, man. right. No, that's so good. I love everything that you're saying. And I just, I wish, I'm just sitting here thinking, I wish everybody had more of an understanding of the last 35 years of your life and even Uh what's going on right now because you are you're saying truth and everything you're saying is true and and you have the experience of all of the things that you're talking about um everything from the the two things that are sticking out to me is this just the stuff early on where you had people who were um above you leaders bosses Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing really really giving you serious hard times sure. i mean yes tearing you down holding right. you down not mm-hmm. making a way for you mm-hmm. i mean not giving you the room and resources you needed to do right. the things that you were called to do that they were asking you to do that you was on your sure. heart to do i mean so you have i mean you've lived this out me knowing so many of the stories i mean you've mm-hmm. you've lived this out in an mm-hmm. absolute incredible way of trusting god with the outcome mm-hmm. honoring people along the way 
and literally just leaving it there yeah. and being like, I'm going to do me and sure. I'm going to let God do his thing. Yeah. So there's that side of it. The other side of it is, is real time stuff going on right now. Yeah. Um, we spent some time together traveling a couple of weeks ago and even just being together the last couple of days. I'm hearing story after story from you of what's going on in your life. And you, mm-hmm. you keep saying over and over again, things like, I met this person 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked in 15 years. Mm-hmm. 30 years ago, this person mm-hmm. asked me to help him with this, and so I did, and then we didn't talk. And it mm-hmm. just, like, there is just thing after thing after thing right now of, mm-hmm. like, you were faithful early on mm-hmm. in in the little things, mm-hmm. and there's relational stuff that it was impactful then that you had no idea about that is mm-hmm. coming back around and making a way for some things that, you know, yeah. you're more excited about than you've ever been, you know, like you've got some of the cool, some of the stuff yeah, you've been yeah. going on right now that you're like, Oh, this is the stuff I've been sure wanting for decades, you know? Um, so it's not really so, a question. Yeah, but. Well, uh, well yeah, but let, let me, let me, I, I know it. I mean, we're, we're talking a bit veiled because of the, the uniqueness of it, but yeah. let me just say it this way is there's people I invested in 30 years ago for their sake, right? They went on to become famous, influential, you know, way more known than me or whatever the, the yeah. deal was. But now it's coming back around that I'm able to help them in their place of influence because I'm not using them and mm-hmm. I don't need them and I'm not publicly name dropping. And that, mm-hmm. so they, they, they're used by the whole world now because they're externally influential, but everybody needs friends that actually are in it for them. Yeah. And, and I know that sounds a bit veiled or weird, but l- let me just no, say it so this way though. is that, is that back to your 20s, your late teens, you're laying foundations about who you're going to be. Right. And where it really shows up is in those 40s, 50s, and 60s. -hmm. And the depth and breadth of your influence is determined by the depth and breadth of your character Mm -hmm. that you developed in your 20s. And and, uh, so any way you're taking the low road, any way that you're going through an imperfect situation, any way you are honoring people instead of using people, when they get to their place of prominence, when somebody else gets to a place of influence, you're going to be the person they trust because you didn't use them like everybody else, mm-hmm. and and that's a that's a really cool thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Can I interject yeah, yeah. on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, what's so cool is, um, and I feel like I can't get it into words because you're talking such good theory, but it's bec- and you're living the whole thing out mm-hmm. because when you. This is what you're not saying is serve people now so it comes back around Absolutely. later. Absolutely. Because yeah. right now you are in your life stage on the quote unquote back around part right. of the circle. Right. But the heart's the same. Right. To just and yeah. it's this sounds so silly, but it is so powerful. Like everybody needs a friend. Yes. And and Absolutely. And that's that's why you get the phone calls you get. It's right. not because people know, oh, Jimmy's the smartest dude in the world that sure. I can call. Right. He's like I need somebody who's just going to care about care enough about me to like yeah. be a friend right now. Like yeah. people need friends so bad. And I think that that's a, a, an undervalued skill right. to develop in t- in your 20s. Because what you're finding Jimmy is as these people who have XYZ platform or whatever may reach out to you, you're finding the joy in 
not needing or wanting the platform, but actually just learn, actually just the joy of loving the person. Yes. In a unique moment where they need somebody and you got to be that guy, you're like, that's, Mm. that's the thing. That's the win. Yeah. Huge, 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 huge. So, so here's, here's a, uh, a skill to develop start today, right? So Hebrews, uh, 3, 12 and 13, says, Be careful there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart. So it's evil to be unbelieving, mm. right? Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. And then verse 13 says, Encouraging one another day, to, day mm. by day while mm. it's still called today. So the implication is this, is everybody struggles with unbelief. They don't believe in themselves, don't yeah. believe in a future and a hope, don't believe there's good for them. Great. But when we encourage one another daily, we put courage into people's hearts and lives. So when you say, oh, I don't have any friends, or I don't have a place in life, or I'm not influential like somebody else, or I'm not gifted but somebody else, you can encourage somebody on a daily basis, and it literally will put faith in their hearts, hope in them, and and friendship is built not out of you taking but by you giving. Great. So I so on a daily basis, I, mean, I can show you this morning, mm-hmm. I did three different texts to people that were just simply thinking about you this morning, praying right. for you, so sorry about this, just want you to know I'm for you. Whatever it is, daily encouragement allows you to be a friend, and there's no way for it not to come back to you. That's not the reason for it. Right. I'm doing it because of a biblical admonition. I'm doing yeah. it because it's God's heart for people. Mm-hmm. But but uh, nobody's left out if you're a giver, right? But, wow. But if you're a taker, mm. um, there will always be disappointment. Wow doesn't mean we're not receiving from people because I'm receiving love right now from mm-hmm. Andrew hanging yeah. out together this is I I'm giving and receiving right but it's not just me taking right so the the giving discipline of a giving life always creates enough relationship for whatever's before you so, so when we start looping about who's going to love me who's going to take care of me how am I going to be valuable wow. am I significant why is so and so so gifted why do they get promoted and I don't you know why is it so easy for, you know all that stuff yeah. when I just say all right who can I love today who needs a good word who mm. needs to know they're valuable mm. um, you do that every day. So you do that for 365 days. Just one person. Wow. I mean, here's two. Here's two yeah. deals to do. All right. You encourage one person a day, and you thank somebody every day uh, for something they did that was uh, honoring to you or helpful. It'll change your life. That's, you, you'll you'll that's never so be alone. You, you'll so just true. never be alone. Yeah. There, there's a guy that's. Yeah. I don't. I'm almost positive not a believer by reading his book. And it was called something like 365 Thank Yous. Mm-hmm. He was a guy down on his luck. He was a lawyer that could never make money. His wife had left him. His kids didn't like him. And somewhere he gets to this thought, I'm just going to thank everybody that did anything good for me. And for 365 days, he wrote a note a day. Changed his life, changed his relationships, changed his relationship with kids. For yeah. the, it, it's right. one biblical principle, right. and everything give thanks for this is God's yes. will for you. Right. So, so here's right. my here's yeah. my young adult deal. Yeah. The number one question I'm asked yes. over the last 33 years by young adults Come is on. what's God's will for my life? Exactly. Hey, can I just tell you what God's will for Please. your life? And everything give thanks for this is 
God's will for your life. Right. right. <laughs> so what does the Bible say about God's will? Yeah. In everything give thanks, for this is God's will oh, right. for you in Christ Jesus. So as you are thankful today, not just in your head, but with your mouth, yeah. uh, towards someone else, you're walking in God's will. Yeah. And it produces God's will. So the right attitude right. and the right environment of encouragement and gratitude yes. creates an opportunity for God's will to be released for your life. Yeah. And while I'm preaching, Come on. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. God's plans are good for your life, So, but how do I activate God's plans? By gratitude mm -hmm. and encouragement of others mm -hmm. and not absorption with self. Yeah. You don't get there by using people. You can yeah. get there in the short run by using people, right. but you can't get there in the long haul. Right. And you won't even be satisfied when you get it if you go the wrong way, if you get it the wrong way. That's so good. And I mean, it all circles back to the personal ownership stuff you're talking yeah. about and we've been talking about is it's the easy, the easiest thing to fall into is waiting on all my external circumstances to come in line so that so that then my internal world will be in order. Yeah. But we've got to flip it and start with, I'm taking personal ownership for my internal world. Right. For where is my head at? Where is my heart at? Yeah. What is, what is, what is my output on a relational level, on a work ethic level? Yeah. What is my character? How am I going to respond to X, Y, Z things? Yeah. And you know, that, that's just, like you're talking about, it's just principles that, that God's put in place, but it works because that's how it works, <laughs> you know. Just yeah, like, can, can I can I just have a please. memory I'm having, or, or this is a present that happened last week, and something that happened as a kid. Yeah. Right? So last week, this gal's walking by in our training school, and I just reach out and say, "Man, I am so glad you're here. It's just been a joy to have you." She busts in tears, and said, "You don't know how much I needed that." So, that's not big. Right, that that's seeing somebody <laughs> yeah. having a thought. Yeah, this is a valuable person. How many times do we not say it? Oh, totally. Right, we have a good thought about somebody, mm. and we don't deliver. Do you know the way that God speaks to people is through people? Mm -hmm. And if God's giving you a positive thought about somebody, you need to deliver that right. because that is the hand of God for them. All right. So there's a little admonition, so a good. present deal. Then here's here's another deal. We were kind of you know. East, uh, Easter and uh, Christmas church people and my, my parents went to church but it wasn't the church didn't even really talk about Jesus that much it was more kind of a social justice mm -hmm. church or whatever and um, but there was this one man his name was Mr. Gould and uh, if you went over and shook his hand he had a pocket full of candy and he'd shake your hand and in his hand would be a piece of candy <laughs> and he'd say something like I'm so glad you're here you matter to God and and this they were, wow. wasn't even they didn't even preach the gospel in this church, <laughs> but this guy was dedicated to the church. He was a loyal man. Wow! I believe he obviously knew the Lord, and I, that's that's my memory of 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 any upbringing of eighteen years of dropping in and out of this church that was very insignificant wow. in their witness. Uh, this guy shaking my hand and saying, "You know, God loves you and likes you." Do you know? Do you know? how wow. many thousands of lives he touched with a piece of candy. I thought, 
We're all looking for, when am I going to write the book? When am I going to be on The View? You know, which, oh my goodness. Or when when am I going to be, you know, on Instagram? When am I, when's my video going viral? We're just desperate. Versus putting some candy in our hand and saying, you're valuable to God, or reaching out a hand and just saying, hey, God sees you. Man, every day you can change the world just by investing a little bit in somebody around you. And there's, there's nothing, there's nothing like that that high of like accurately loving somebody yeah yeah like when you just when you just hit that little bit in them that needed it it's just like yeah keep the keep the viral video man you can have it like come on make you know calling out the one and just oh there's nothing like it it's Mm -hmm. just incredible and 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 no matter how small you feel today you Mm. have power to Mm. give that away there's so power good. on your life by opening your mouth, so reaching good. out a hand, being a giver and not just a taker. Mm. Wow. That's so good. Let's wrap it up right there. That's a good – Awesome. To be a giver, not a taker. That, mm. that'll, I need to work on that for the next couple of decades. That's yes. amazing. Can I, I just want to say one last thing Come to on. that is that when you purpose that he, – you can look it up yourself, Hebrews 3, mm-hmm. verses 12 and 13, or when you uh, – when you purpose, it's First Thessalonians five eighteen to give thanks and everything. When you purpose to do that, what happens is God ends up filling your bucket. Mm. It, it, again, it doesn't make sense. I'm really down. Woe is me. I'm having an Eeyore day. You know, nobody loves me. Nobody likes me. Boy, think about that all day long if you like. You're not getting out of that hole. It's only going deeper. Mm-hmm. But if you become a giver instead of a taker. It, you don't think, well, then who's going to take care of me? God has an incredible way of giving back to you everything you need if you do it his way and not mm. your way. Yeah, so good. So good. Jimmy, thank you so much. Thank you, This man. has been awesome. Thanks for, the, thanks for the life you've lived, the wisdom you've shared, the conversation mm. today. It's just amazing. We honor you. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, joy being with you. <laughs> love my friends at Antioch and <laughs> We love you, man. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmysibert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.